You are listening to the God Focused Life Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Thompson, and my prayer is that every single listener will be inspired and challenged to be all that God has created you to be. I want to welcome you to a God Focused Life Podcast. This is episode 22, and today's topic is letting go in order to receive God's best. It is hard to let go when you are in a position when God has taken things from you, when things have come to an end, when you are ready to move into the unknown, you have no idea what's coming around the bend. Life is full of twists and turns, and it can be an adventure. It can be full of joy and excitement, but sometimes when we have to let go of the past in order to move forward, it can be a challenge. And I want to kind of talk about some reasons why letting go can be hard. I'm coming out of a season myself of I knew that the Lord was transitioning our family into a new church home, into new ministries, into possibly even a new home and a relocation. And letting go of the old and the familiar, especially when you are in it, it's a hard decision to make. It's a hard decision to move forward, especially when you have other people depending on you to lead them. Because I am married and I have children and I, you know, my husband and I have to make decisions for each other and for what is going to be best for our children as well. And that is hard because number one on my list is familiarity. When we are in a place that we know, we know the people, we know the uh, what is expected, everything becomes very familiar. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's a home, maybe it's being around family or friends. Every, you know, it's very familiar to us and it's a hard thing to go into the unknown of something that we're not familiar with. What if God is asking you to lay down the ministry that you are doing now presently to go into something brand new? Maybe the Lord has you as um, a parent and you are raising your children and now your children are out of the home. Well, now what? At some point, we have to cut that apron string and let those children fly and we have to redirect. But what's been familiar for all of these years is gone. So now what? And, and we don't know what's around the bend. We have to seek the Lord in order to find the new thing. Jesus says that, behold, I do a new thing. That's what the word says. I do a new thing. And he, there's a phrase in the Bible that talks about the new wineskin. He gives us a new wineskin so that he can pour a new wine into it. Now, he is talking about the old covenant versus the new covenant, but I like to take this verse too and apply it to our circumstances in my own life. It just gives me comfort to know, you know what, if I'm going into something new, God has to prepare my heart so that I can receive the new thing that he wants to do so that when I come into the unfamiliar, he is going with me and he's walking through that step by step and he's already prepared it for me. So don't let familiarity stop you from moving into the new thing. Another thing that can hold us back is comfort. It is so comfortable, and those go hand in hand. It is so comfortable being with the familiar. We can get into comfort into where we live, the state that we live in, 
We can get very comfortable in the job that we're in. The paycheck might be nice and great and life is really, really good. But we feel that tug that God is saying, I want you to let go of this and move into a new thing that I have for you. And we do have to let go of the comforts. So I know that in our life, I um, I just kind of wonder if God is going to ask us to let go of even the home that we live in so that we can move forward into the next season of ministry he has for us. Now, that is not solidified. That is not something that is 100% for sure. But we are preparing our hearts now so that if he's calling us to do that, if that truly is the direction he's leading us, we hold our home, our cars, our our city that we live in, we hold everything in our hands with our palms wide open. We don't close and hold them in our fists, white knuckled. We hold our palms open and say, Lord, whatever you put into our hands, we are thankful for. But if you want to take that away so that we can move into the next thing, then, you know, help us. And he will help us in those areas when we are very comfortable and it's now time to go. He will give us the grace and the power, um, empowerment by the Holy Spirit to move forward into the next thing. Um, there are verses about, um, a sluggard. I love going to the Proverbs to hear because we get so comfortable that we become lazy and the Proverbs talks about the sluggard. You can go there. You can Google the word sluggard and the Bible verses that pop up there. They just, they, it's almost like they never end, <laughs> but a couple of them, Proverbs thirteen four, the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Proverbs 6, uh, verses 6 through 8. Go to the ant, O sluggard, consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvest. So the ant is not afraid of work. Proverbs 18, 9. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. So we see that being a sluggard, it, it doesn't bring you the profits of working hard. So we have to get out of our, our comfort, our laziness, our sluggard tendencies, and move forward to what God is calling us and asking us to do. The next thing is security. Um, it is easy to, to be wrapped up in the security of a, of a place. Maybe it is a, maybe you are a um, college student or a teenager that's getting ready to leave home to go find your way in the world. And, and your security has been in your parents to provide for you all of this time. And now you're moving out on your own. It can be scary. Um, the, the verses that say, you know, when you get married to leave and cleave, to leave the familiar, to leave the comfort and cleave to your wife, leaving the security of your mom and dad taking care of you. And now you cleave to your wife or your husband and you are going to now make a way. And we have to find our security in Jesus. We have to walk in the spirit. We have to walk according to his ways and not the ways of the flesh. We have to uh, trust him because he will empower us. He will do the miraculous if we allow him to do it. And we put our dependency upon the Holy Spirit rather than people, rather than those people who have provided for us all of our lives or even to the point of our employer that gives us a paycheck. 
If we depend upon that employer for our paycheck, what happens when the company goes belly up? What happens when we lose our job because for whatever reason, our provision has to come from the Lord and the Lord alone. So we have to find our security in God. Um, another thing is that like with letting go, here's kind of in that transition. So let's kind of move forward a little bit. Let's say that we are forced to let go. Like something has been shaken. Maybe we've lost the job. Maybe we've lost the ministry. We're moving. We're, you know, whatever that looks like. And we are in that holding pattern. We are in that holding period. We're waiting and um, what's really hard is because, especially in the American culture, we have this have it now mentality and it really works against us. When we, when we don't have a response with a text message within seconds, we get impatient. When we don't, um, when we're not moving through the drive through quickly, we get impatient with the cars in front of us and we're ready to honk our horns. We're ready to pull over and go inside. Where are my you know, burgers and fries or whatever it is we're waiting for because we have a have it now mentality. But the Lord um, has in his word in James 1, 4, it says, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Also, patience is a fruit of the spirit. Sometimes after the Lord has taken something from us, like literally he's pried it out of our hands and we are just sitting there and we are sobbing. We are frightened. We are afraid. We're scared of what's going to come. And the Lord is just working something in us to let go of the past and to really get that thing out of our souls, out of our minds, out of our, you know, just what's in, inside of us so that we can be prepared for what he has next for us. So we have to let patience have its perfect work so that we are being prepared for what is coming um, uh, just right around the bend. It might be a day. It might be two years. It might be five years. We don't know. But God is in control. We are in the palm of his hands. He loves us. His, his affections. He has thousands, millions, billions of thoughts towards us. The Bible says that if you can count the grains of sand, <laughs> that's how many thoughts that he has towards us. He loves us so much. So even in those seasons where we have let go or something has been pride and we are forced to let go, he is working to do something new and beautiful in our lives. Other times we can feel stuck with no way out. Sometimes we are just like, what in the world are we going to do? Because now uh, we're not getting maybe the provision from what once provided for us. And we have no idea what's coming next. It could be a job. It could be uh, maybe you've gone through a divorce. Maybe you are, you know, waiting for God to heal you. Maybe you are just in a position of, I do not know what is going to happen now? I don't know how to be how to be released from this fear, from this agony, from the worry, from the fret, and we are just so stuck. So we can't move forward and we can't go backwards. We are literally stuck and we don't know what to do. That is when we have to pray. We have to turn our worship music on and praise. We have to let the worship music saturate our souls. We have to get to the habit of fasting. Maybe it's fasting social media, fasting 
the news, fasting, even from doing the job search or the Google search of the remedies or whatever. We just have to fast and let go so that God can do his work in the spirit. We want to be spirit led and we want to allow the spirit room to do what he wants to do in us. And the way that we are saturated by his presence is by turning those things on that allow him to come in. And that is worship music and praise, getting around other believers. I love going to special worship services just so I can be around other believers and maybe they are going to pray for me or we are all worshiping together and the anointing that is just in the room, even from those around me, comfort me and soothe my soul while I am in what I call the waiting room, waiting for God to do what he wants to do. And then when we are Even though we're still stuck, all of a sudden our emotions, the burden is lifted and we start feeling the joy of the Lord instead of heaviness and depression. We start seeing hope. Even though our answers aren't coming in the flesh, we are feeling the hope and the answers because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life. So with all of this being said, I want to ask you, have you ever gone through a transition? Are you in a transition now? And what are the things that hold you into the past that are keeping you from propelling forward? Or what is, what can you do now to saturate your soul and your mind, your will and emotions so that you are being led and directed by the Holy Spirit rather than the comforts and the things that you see in the world. We do not want to be led by familiarity and comfort and security. We don't want to be led by, I need it now. You know, we don't want to be led by, I am stuck and I don't know what to do. And I'm just, you know, and then you turn to, you know, some other kind of method that is not God's way. We want to let go of those things because those are the fleshly way of dealing with things. We've got to get into the Lord's presence and get counsel from other strong believers, get prayer, ask people, be vulnerable with your prayer requests. Because the word says in First uh, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, and I would even say confess our hardships, confess the, the hard problems that we are facing right now, confess it, and the Lord will cleanse us from all impurities and all unrighteousness, the things that hold us back. He will cleanse us from those things and then he will, um, he will fill us with righteousness and purity so that we are on that right path and that we would be pleasing unto him. So I just want to pray for you. I want to pray for any listener right now who is in a transition and you are letting go of the past and trying to embrace. So God, I thank you for the situations that you have put us in so that we can grow and mature in you, God. You do not leave us. You do not forsake us. You don't leave us as orphans. You don't leave us as fatherless. God, I thank you that you are training us in the way we should go so that we can have eyes in the spirit, so that we can have ears to hear what you want to speak to us. Help us to learn when we open the Bible and we read, I ask you, Holy Spirit, to direct us 
all of these listeners that are listening right now, I pray that you come to them in the power of the Holy Spirit and give them counsel and power, the fear of the Lord, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and revelation. I pray that the angels would minister to them and direct them in the way that they should go. God, you are so good. You are so kind. And sometimes we go through these hard things, but they are to strengthen us, to make us stronger and to stretch us and to get to that next level of amazing adventure that you have for us. So God, I thank you and praise your name for the plans that you have for your church, for your children, for each individual and how you link us together as the body of Christ, that we just bring you glory and bring you honor all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, I want to thank you for listening to a God-focused life podcast. You are treasured. You are valued. I just pray that this podcast, that the website, there's a blog there. There are other resources. Um, I just pray that this is a blessing to you. And if there are others that you feel that you want to share this with, please do reach out to them. There might be others who are hurting And I know that I love sending encouragement to my friends when they are hurting. I will find a podcast. I will find some worship music. I will find a blog post, something, some scriptures, something to send to those who are hurting. So if a God-focused life has been something that's been encouraging to you, I just encourage you to go ahead and forward that to your friends as well. I just pray that your day is blessed, that you are walking with the Lord and hearing his voice and knowing the direction that he is calling you in each and every moment of your life. So with that being said, I hope you have a great day and until next time, bye-bye.